Welcome everybody to the Minimap Cast. This is Minimap.com.au's weekly games podcast, your favorite weekly games podcast. Uh, my name is Kerry Palmer, and joining me from a new location is Jeremy Bratitich. From a new undisclosed location. <laughs> as opposed to the last place. Yeah, as opposed to the last place, which was also undisclosed, because why would I box myself? <laughs> You've gone from an old undisclosed location to a new one. Yes. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm here. I'm in my new place. Um, it is still it is still a little bit of work in progress. If you see behind me, you will see a load of empty flat-packed boxes that mm-hmm. used to be full of things that I own. Now those things that I own are various places around my home mm. to which I live. <laughs> <laughs> is it safe safe to say perhaps that you to use a to use a, a part the parlance of the English language that you have moved house? I think that is a fair, a, a fair, a fair use of the English language to describe what I've been doing for the past week. What the fuck is this? We miss one week and we forget how to speak. <laughs> I think we've just never spoken better than we have right now. <laughs> <laughs> like robots. Like, yeah, we just needed a, we needed to shut down for a little bit, and then we came. We're like, back. we're like someone plugged in one of those those story writing AIs. Yeah. I- <laughs> okay, I need a, I've got a bone to pick with those. I think okay. all of those are fake. I think all of those are people pretending to be robots. I don't think anyone has ever done those correctly and in a way cuz they always seem like they always seem like dog shit. They seem like a stupid moron idiot. That's why who, that that points more to it being an AI. No, but they're always funny. They're always they're always funny in a way that I feel like they've set up jokes. I don't think robots they're, they're, are that they're funny. They're funny that way, and it, it, I imagine it's set up that way because they are written by things that only follow rules. Yeah, and but not. I like, don't. I don't logic. believe them. There are there are very few things I am actually. That's not quite true. But there there are some things that I'm extraordinarily like conspiratorial about, um, and that <laughs> is one of them. That is one of the ones that I look at those. I'm like, this is just some guy who thinks is hilarious in a word doc. Right. It's like when you watch the rehearsal and you're like, there's no way these are real people. No, because I know they're real people. <laughs> it is you. It is only you that is conspiratorial about it that. It really show. is only me, isn't yeah. it? I, I've heard other people bring it up as something that other people have said. So I think it's sort of like a there's dozens of us sort of a thing. But yeah, but it is definitely yeah. it is definitely real. And also, you came to you came to accept that as you watched more episodes, knowing that that was what was actually supposed to be happening, did make it more enjoyable for yeah. me. Yeah. I still find it very hard to believe. What you missed when, because you watched that a little bit late, was the discourse around is Nathan Fielder's shows like exploitative of, of people? Um, yeah, I was having those thoughts when watching it. Which it, the answer it is. Feels, which it the answer feels is, it. Like, the answer is definitely. Yeah. But also, fuck, it's good television. <laughs> <laughs> like, the answer is like, yes, but also. Is it like, unethical? Yes. Is it harmless? Yes. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if it's harmless. But it's fucking funny. <laughs> uh, all right, let's introduce the show, everyone. Uh, I did say at the start that this is a weekly games podcast. We were we did miss last week's episode, unfortunately. Uh, the events conspired against us. I was busy with work. Jeremy was moving house. It just, it just, it w- we, we wouldn't have got it done. <laughs> in the words of Bernard Black from Black Books, it it was not to be. So here we are, two weeks later. Uh, but we should be back on track. Jeremy's not moving house for at least, uh, I'd say, two and a half weeks. I can knock uh, on wood. So, 
until such time as a big event like that happens, I reckon we'll be locked in for a good little while. Uh, if you're new here, hello. You can catch us every week on any podcast platform of your choice, uh, as well as live on Twitch as we record the show. Uh, if you like what you're hearing, please give the show a positive rating wherever you're listening to us. And uh, if you want to join us as we record the show, uh, we're live every Monday, 5.30pm Australian Eastern Dan... Uh, Dan Light. Australian <laughs> Eastern Daylight Time at twitch.tv slash minimapau. Uh, and yeah, it's great. On Twitch, we hang out with the chat before, during, and after the show. Um, so we're going to have a break in the middle where we'll, we'll chat to the chat. And we were chatting beforehand and we'll chat after. There's just so much, so much chat on Twitch. So uh, come and hang out with us if you've got the time on your Monday afternoons. Uh, be sure to keep up to date with us as we post uh, a new episode um, or anything else for minimap.com.au. Uh, you can either go to the website to do that or you can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Twitch. All of those accounts are at minimapau. Uh, it's a great way to know what comes out each week as it comes out. Like, for example, last week, uh, episode... Well, two weeks ago, uh, episode 129, we did a, another segment of our uh, recurring segment, You Can Have This One, where we tried to... <laughs> you already on the on the prompt, thank you. We Where we tried to come up with what we would want our ideal Jack and Daxter reboot game to look like. Um and that that was that was quite a good discussion, I think. I think yeah. we came out with a pretty good uh concept towards the end of that one. I think so too. It's almost like we went to school for this stuff. Oh, I wouldn't go that far in terms of us that that being the reason why. Nah, it's the only reason. It's the only reason. Because <laughs> uh, if, if that's not the only reason, then that qualification is doing very little for me. Uh, <laughs> got, got we some also bad wanted to news say for you, buddy. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, we also wanted to say thank you to Shook for letting us use the Moog Model D Improv as the music for the Minimap Cast. Uh, you can listen to more of Shook's music at shook.bandcamp.com. Lastly, if you want to help keep the lights and mics on here at Minimap, uh, you can throw $5 our way and become one of our patrons. It helps us to continue to keep doing this. Uh, you can ask us questions to answer on the podcast, and it's as cheap as a latte with oat milk. You can do all of that by going to patreon.com slash minimapau. Jeremy. Kerry. Enough faff. Uh, yeah. enough, I've, we've been waiting... The exact amount of time that we would have waited even if we had recorded last week because I couldn't talk about it last week. But God of War Ragnarok is out. It has it been out, out for about five days. You can play You you can play it. You can play it. I need you to... I don't need you to play it. But we are going to talk about it. Um, Jeremy and I were discussing before the show how much we're going to discuss about the game. Um, for context, I have uh, played the game and completed it. I received it early for work. Jeremy got it uh, on launch and is about you're about eight hours through, I would say. I, I don't know. I've been playing it in in, in weird amounts. Uh, my yeah. my time my time tracking for it is all gone. Yeah, you you're at the point I was at at around eight to ten hours. Yeah. Um. But yeah, we were saying you're rough third ish, a quarter ish, a third ish, maybe a bit more ish through the game, somewhere around there. <laughs> a bit more ish. Um. Yeah. Like I I think I think honestly with the amount of stuff that I do in these games probably safely a third. Um, I'm not a big go around and do a lot of the side stuff. That That's that's my feeling. Based, Fair enough. Based on just looking at like, you know, like my, my barometer for how far I am through a game that I haven't played, because how can you know, um, is I look at like contents for walkthroughs. Like I will go to like 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 a, like a text walkthrough and I will look at the contents page. 
Um, yeah, and so, like, see how far through you are in comparison to... Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, so, with that in mind, uh, we are probably going to talk more about the opening hours of the game than you would have seen any of the review coverage that came out a week before release. Um, kind of. talk about... Like, 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 as in, like, like the, the review coverage could talk about some stuff after as well, but, like, you know... Yeah, we're just yeah. gonna... We're gonna talk about a few of the moments that happen at the start of the game that I don't think you would have seen in the in those original reviews. Like, yeah. certain boss fights that you get at the start of the game and revelations about characters and um, other characters that you meet and stuff like that. So, yeah. if you don't want anything like that, if you're really looking forward to the game but you don't have your hands on it yet for whatever reason, maybe maybe jump over this topic and come back to it another time once, you, once you've played the first eight or ten hours. Because um, we are going to go into that stuff. If you don't mind not... If, if you don't mind knowing some things before you go into it and knowing we're only going to be talking about the first third of the game, because I'm not going to spoil anything for Jeremy or for the rest of you in terms of the, the, the rest of the game... Yep. Um, you know, then feel free to stick around. Or if you've played it, or if you don't care, hang around. It's going to be a good discussion. But that's all of the all of the the context for all of you uh, going into this. Um, Jeremy, we Harry. were talking before the show, and you said, "Do you know where I've landed on this?" And I said, "Considering where you are in the game, and how much more you have left to go, no, I don't know where you've landed on this. Uh, I think I know where you'll land by the end of the game." But at this point where's, in the game... Where, where's that? I think you're going to land in a similar place to the original game. Interesting. And I partially say that because that's basically where I've, where I've landed uh, on my overall appraisal of the game, where I think it's... There was something in one of our discussions about the original 2018 release. When we finished it, I think we said... You and I were having a discussion at some point. I can't remember if it was on, on air or not. Mm. But we said it's a well-told story, but it might not be the best story. Sure. And I feel like there, that there, there's a, there's a, there's definitely a parallel to be had here with this game in that regard. I think it's very well told. I think it's very compelling. Very well acted. It's gorgeous. I think the soundtrack is incredible. Um, I think some of the plot details, they don't do it for me, and I'll leave it at that for this for this discussion. But sure. That's where I land on this game. Jeremy, where are you on this game? What how do you feel about it after you you've had a really good chunk of time with it? Yeah. What's the vibe? I think this is a better better story told worse. A better story told worse. Mm. Okay. Yeah. I think I think I so okay, so just for brief context, um I think overall, for the most part, I look at like I look at God of War in the the 2018 one in the same way that I look at a lot of AAA games, which is in this weird window of it's almost too big to fail just because of the amount of bodies and hours and money that has been thrown at this product. It kind of can't come out bad unless you've yep. got uh, like a cyberpunk situation, right? And even then, that it was its own thing. Um, the Sony first-party games, they are worked on and workshopped and designed to the nth degree to... And funded. Pardon? And funded. A and funded um, and commercialized and, and in, in, in many, many ways um, to the point that they kind of can't release in a 
in a state that makes them a bad game because they're designed to appeal to the most amount of people. Um, and they yeah. do a wonderful job at it. They do a really great job at making sure that everybody who plays the game is going to have a, like, capital G good time. Totally. Like, um, with the original God of War, rather, before playing the 2018 God of War, I would have never thought that Sam would want to watch, would actively want to watch me play for the story of the God of War games. And yeah. I wouldn't have even bothered. Yeah, totally. With the, with the previous entries. But they've, yeah. Um, that's an example of how it works. Yeah, totally, and that's that's not a bad thing. Um, but it it is a it is a it is a thing I think that um, I am starting to take into consideration a lot more when I'm playing a lot of these big games. Is that they are they are the you know like we've spoken in the past for a long time that that Sony has started to pivot to trying to emulate the Marvel strategy, them trying to be you know the like this this big home studio that produces capital P products. Um, yeah, that. That sit that in consistently the yeah, consistently like, good sit in the in the high eights as as an average I think is is pretty fair. Their ten pole ones higher. yeah, and their ten pole ten pole ones fit higher, um, and they do a lot of the a lot of similar tactics with running their social media accounts and and building up hype and you know like the their whole no spoiler campaign, um, which you know while I dramatically disagree with it is very effective, um, is the same thing that Marvel does, um, which. My personal opinion is I think that um, uh, is a really good way of also removing critique from your product. Um, but that's not quite this discussion. Um, I think this game's pacing, I think it's fucked. <laughs> I think really? this game's pacing is completely off. I think it is, it is too, it is, it is uh, too designed almost. It it is I can I can see the walls of this game so clearly, um, and I can see and and I I can see the train tracks. I know exactly what's going to happen next. I understand what the next chapter is before I've even finished the chapter that I'm currently in. Um, As in, like you get the vibe of what the start of that segment is, and you you understand where it's leading you, kind of a deal. More than that, I know what the one after it is. Like, like I'm 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 seeing I'm seeing the like, well, you know, when you hop on a train and you look at the map of the of the city and you look at all the stations, like like this is that game for me. I can I can see exactly what's going to come next, and that's not necessarily a bad thing. But I don't think that the pacing is has been settled correctly. Um, I think it it is it is too fast in some sections. It is too slow in some sections, and it's got these weird interstitial bits that I think don't do it any favors. Um, okay. Yep. I think a lot of the interstitial bits are actually kind of uh, letting the game down quite a lot. Um, I don't think they're needed, and I think there are definitely too many of them. Because um, I've I've done like four of these weird like they're like for like light spoilers. Yeah, this is this is this is officially your, your your time to turn around and get out if you don't want yeah, the spoilers. Yeah, this totally. is we're, we're yeah. going we're going into the first few hours now. Yeah, yeah. Kratos um, and Atreus and the whole gang um, packs their bags. Um, it's no longer safe at home, um, and and they they move in with the dwarves, um, uh, Sindri and Brock, um, in their uh, realm between between realms little treehouse. Mm-hmm. Um, which is a you know a, a cool little location that you that is that harbors as your hub. It is your 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 brief and debrief area. Um, it is where you do your upgrades for the most part. You know you you, you bump into them along the way, but for the most part you're there. Um, it is the calm after the the big battle. Um, yeah. But these moments, I think, 
bring the game down a bit for me. They 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 take. Then oh, so you don't like it when they go to the treehouse and they debrief? It's, it's not that. It's not that. It's just these moments. They don't fit in this puzzle well for me. They feel too um, normal. Uh, they they feel too uh, um, domestic. I think is actually where they are for me. Like they they don't fit. Uh, you know, like they don't serve the narrative and keep the stakes at the same level and work for the story enough for me, I think. And it has caused the pacing, which the pacing for the first game was very quick, right? Like the, the, the first game is a very fast game. You are moving constantly in this game. Like you slow down, but it is like, it is a, it like that, that game feels like a marathon where you're consistently moving from, from path to path, um, it, like, it, it reminds yeah, you've got the one goal. It's the spread the ashes from the top of the mountain. Yeah. And that's what the start of the game is. And that's what the end of the game is. Yeah. And there's yeah. a million things in between. Yeah. Whereas the goal keeps shifting a lot in this game. Um, and that's because the characters are trying to figure out what they're trying to do. They're all trying to figure out what, like, where their, where their own, like, intentions lie. You know, Atreus has got this, like, he's got this grand quest that he's trying to go on and Kratos is trying to get him to sort of calm down and you meet Tyr and all this stuff, right? Like, you know, everybody's got their own their own interest, but but this, this weird interstitial bit, which is them working out what happens next, just, like, it just fucks the pacing up for me. Oh, man, I, I, I do not really agree. Uh, I I really like those moments, and and a big critique I had of the original game is the oh we have to get to the top of the mountain oh there's a fog in the way so we have to go get a special lamp and all right we finally made it back to the mountain and we can get through oh it's the wrong mountain That's... oh we finally made it to the mountain there's a new portal oh no the portal's broken yeah, oh no the... we finally made it to to the the tower oh no I need Mamiya's other eye like and that that was a critique that, that that was a critique that you and I and I think everybody had with the first game as yeah. well like I, I I think that's still fair in the first one but I think that the this game doesn't doesn't replace that with anything better. Um, I, I think I think the the MacGuffin changing in the first one, um, for over and over and over again, um, was an issue. But I don't think that this this weird, messy, like where's the story kind of going? I understand they're unraveling the mystery at the same time, and I understand that. And and I I think that part of it is, it is interesting, but it's they're kind of half in half out a lot of the time and i also think the interstitial bits i don't think they're written very well they're kind of a bit quirky they're a bit like sitcom like weird and you know like i i don't mean like th- this is kind of a meaner way to put it but it's like you know like quirky marvel joke like right it's like oh like you know the god of war is, is a really good cook and you know this brock guy and you know, he's, he's, you know, he says fuck a lot. Um, and Sindri, you know, I'm going to go make a new table, you know, shuffle off. Um, they're kind of not like always, they're kind of, they're, they're, they're doing these beats as if they're alone or they're doing these beats as if they're not the, as if they're the only one in the room. Um, and no one acknowledges them. Because that's how you do that joke, but I don't think that joke works in this setting. Okay, <coughs> I I personally me. preferred those those moments to have that downtime with those characters and to just get more of those moments together. 
Um, yeah, like, like they, they are building moments. That they definitely are building character moments more so than the first game is. Um, there are also more characters in this game, um, but there is the, like in terms of like the cast has just got there's just more. Um, but like like there are characters you meet like that that where I'm up to like there's a new character that I've met which is good because it's like oh my god finally like another woman. Um, but like it's there's. I, I don't feel like they're, they're utilizing that space well enough. I would prefer it if they weren't so so quirky-jokey and were a little bit more sincere with each other. And I know those moments are there, but those moments are the, non, the non-direction, non-directed optional moments. And I think that some of that is the better writing here. And they're not putting that front and center. And so I'm missing it um, okay, at that's times. Fair. There's definitely a lot that's going on in that first in that first chunk in that first third where you've been, where it does feel a bit directionless. I feel yeah, like you know you you do the you do Midgard and you learn that Atreus has has been going to the Jotnar shrines and he can find these secret rooms with with extra parts of Groa's prophecies and then your house gets blown up and you go to Svartalfheim to find Tyr and then you find him. And then you get home and he's like, oh, Tia's actually like really fucked up because he's been in prison for millennia or something. And and then like Atreus is like, oh, because of that, I don't know what to do now. And I will immediately go and do something else reckless instead. And then he comes back and they're like, oh, we should, uh, we should follow through on this line of questioning. And Atreus is like, oh, okay, great. And then they come back from that and they're like, oh, I don't know what to do next. And then something else spontaneous happens. With Atreus, I like that. That it's lack of noisy. direction is is I feel like more the culprit in terms of in terms of what makes these sections feel messier. Is because they're always they they don't know they like you said they don't know what they're doing. But it feels a bit like at some point I did I, I find myself asking at some point, yeah, what are we doing? What like yeah. what what are we what are we do what are we up to here guys and, and like and I I, th- I think that I think it's the same problem that I, that I, that I'm trying to describe with its pacing issues is that like because we're not clear on what we're doing the speed at which things are happening are not quite making as much sense only because I'm not sure at what speed like what what year are we in right now like are we in yeah. like are, are we sitting around parked talking or are we like are we like in Top Gear like fucking rushing towards the next thing it's it is. Um, it is it is leave, not leaving me lost, but it is it is leaving me like just a bit uneasy about a lot of it. Um, I would say that this game only once is ever in Top Gear, and it's at the very end. And right. I would say at all other times before then, it is somewhere in between. Yeah, and I think I think I'm not going to enjoy that as much. I think you I, you, you want a bit more directed focus, do you? I mean, always, but I I want a bit more. Like yeah, I want more direction. Um, there's another thing that I that I need to talk about, which which is related to this, which I think you're gonna hate. Um, <laughs> it 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 is part of an ongoing conversation. I was talking about this at work um, today. Uh, it is part of an ongoing gripe that I have. So, a lot of the shows on Disney Plus use a thing called a volume. <laughs> oh fuck! Where are we going with this? Oh my god! <laughs> a lot of the shows on Disney Plus use a thing called a volume, which is which is a a big set that has got big screens on on e, on on ends, and 
they have high-powered computers that run Unreal Engine in real time, which is a, is a basically digital representation of a, of a CGI set that actors can see and act off. And I think it yeah. makes for terrible television, like <laughs> awful acting and horrible sense of space. Um, I think it. I, I think it fundamentally makes shows look worse when used improperly, which a lot of the Disney Plus shows I think are. I think when it is used properly, there are there are instances where the volume can be very very useful. But I think they've been yep. overusing it to the point that it is that every show has started to look the same and started to look very very fake. Yeah, um, it's kind of like the early green screen issue, right? Where it's like, oh, they're using green screen now because they can, and it's more powerful than all of this. Whereas like the volume is is more powerful in different ways and good for other things. Yeah, but it isn't something that should be used in all circumstances. Yeah, great for lighting reference, for example, but not for like, hey, a city, right? Um, yeah, it's good for some rooms and some settings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm having the same issue with this game where I am noticing a lot of the cutscenes, a lot of the cutscenes with a lot of characters, they are walking in what feels like a 10 by 20 meter soundstage. Uh-huh. And they are acting in a 10 by 20 meter soundstage because like a, uh-huh. a lot, a lot of the, a lot of the, um, like a lot of the, 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 the pre release, like uh, uh, informational videos they show is like, you know, like deep dive into, you know, Chris Judge's acting, for example. And we get to see, you know, him acting in the soundstage with the mocap suit, with the mocap dots all over his face, with the camera sticking above his head, you know, showing him doing his performance stuff. And I think that, I think all that stuff is great. Except, except I think in this game, they have gone the route, which makes sense that they have gone the route of designing in game spaces to fit the size of the stage that they have to work on. And so that they can walk around one-to-one for the entire setting and, and then use that footage almost verbatim as they, as they walk around these 10 by 20 meter sections inside the game and it's replicated directly by the footage that they've had. And I think that makes sense, except I feel like in a lot of the cutscenes, I've been noticing that there are these 10 by 20, um, this 10 by 20 is just me using arbitrary numbers, by the way, but like, you know, like a, a room, a, they've been using the same room they over and over They can only walk so far once a cutscene starts. Yes. And everybody seems to have the same rules apply to them. And then when a moment like, uh, spoilers for early fight, which we know, um, there's a fight between Thor and, uh, and, and Kratos. There is a moment where they have this big con- confrontation in a 10 by 20 meter set and then they get thrown kilometers and kilometers and kilometers and kilometers and then they enter once again back in another 10 by 20 meter set and they have this like, they, they, there's like, a, there's a gameplay fight but then there's this moment where they're walking while they're in like middle of a fight and then there's hey, other sections where there's, specifically there's a moment where the snake comes back, right? And there's this, there's this cool one- scene. Yeah, yeah, cool scene. There's this one little- bit where um atreus and sindri are acting off of each other as as the snake is coming off and sindri shoves uh sorry atreus shoves sindri out of the way for a rock that's coming down um and it felt like once again they were in the same space that they've always been in and the the cutscenes are not they're not even bad but i'm just i'm looking at the you're, walls you're seeing the structure you're i'm s- seeing, you're the, seeing structure. the artifice and I understand that it's all, like that. This game is sort of meant to be, you know, it's sort of meant to be like a play in that regard. That's how they filmed a lot of the cutscenes, and I can appreciate that. And it's also adhering to that one-shot rule. As totally, well. they yeah, can't yeah. cut. 
it's, they can't yeah. hide stuff in that same way. They're, they're replicating theater in that regard, right? Where like it, it's, it's, there's no cuts. It is done on a take, and you are being brought into the scene. Um, but these scenes, to me, all feel the same size. <laughs> Jeremy, Kerry, I challenge you to play any AAA game from the last six years and not feel the same. So. And I it's have it, all I, done this way. Uncharted, no, no, no. Like see, the last see, God of War, no, no, he, they all do this. No, no, here's the here's the difference, right? Is is that that? So I was thinking about this, right? I was thinking like like why am I only noticing this now? Why am I not noticing this beforehand, right? And I was thinking back to Uncharted, like short of the scenes where they are just like sitting and talking on the the, the hood of the car, right? When they've got this these these moments, right? Uncharted does a great job at throwing you from a train to a truck to a boulder to a crane onto a boat. They they do all these acting on this same scale, right? It's all it's it's similar types of studios. Like I'm not sure if Sony I'm not sure if Sony Santa Monica has their own dedicated studio or they share, share the same one with Naughty Dog. They I'm, have they have dedicated mocap space in their studio. Okay, cool. Um they move their characters around different spaces a lot more than they do in this game. Th- this game has felt very self-contained in their cutscenes. Um, there is, there is. You to need me- more Aaron Sorkin walk and talks. I mean, I know there's one in this game with Toby. Um, from 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 what I saw <laughs> on Twitter. Um, <laughs> Don't is, call him that. It's Jesus. Toby. <laughs> Um, it's not Toby. It's Toby. It's no, the it's voice. Not. It's, it's ben, the it's, voice. It's different. He, he was Toby in in West Wing. He's Toby in Man of Steel. He's Toby. No, in he this. was Richard Schiff in all of those. He's the same actor. That's why it's the same voice. It's Toby. Um, it's I I I feel like they have two types of shots in this game. There there are three ways of delivering dialogue. There is rooms. Um. On a, on a soundstage, there is in there is like just walking traversal gameplay, standard gameplay, and then there are those weird, like sits down in a boat. Let's talk there, like also, open world. Let's fill the space. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. also by the way, why is Atreus' face just never animating? I what do you mean? Like as in his mouth moves, but he doesn't emote at all. Apart from when he's in, you mean like in gameplay scenes? In in those in those trends in those in those open world like let's fill the space things. He's just like a I, I I don't think nearly any of them animate that well in that scenario, and that's yeah. not that's not new. That's kind of the same in Uncharted. They don't really emote that much when yeah, they're in gameplay. Yeah, but they're not facing the camera the entire time. <laughs> And and they're like I can't I I think I I need a little bit more from Atreus in this. Um, and like from his from his actual facial animations, because he's having, you know, you leading up to finding Tia, Kratos and 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 Atreus are having some pretty heavy conversations a lot of the time. Like you know, Kratos is really grilling him and trying to like you know make sure that what Atreus bring is doing down his expectations a bit. Yeah, like bring it down, but also like I think like fortify him and strengthen his determination for what he wants from him. Right, like really make sure that Atreus knows precisely what he needs from this moment right now. Um, mm. Which I'm really enjoying. I'm I'm enjoying Kratos in this game way more than I was in the first game. Um, yeah, I would I would love to talk about their character dynamics soon. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like this this is the last point I've got on on for the most part my complaints. Um, but like it's like because he's talking to Kratos the entire time 
and because Kratos has got your the back to the camera and Atreus is pointing front, like I need him to have a bit more. Like I need him to droop his eyes. I need him to change his posture. But he's like a he's right. like a he's like a Muppet. Um, and it's yeah, that's a good point that they don't have any of that physicality in in game in in just the world. It, it is you will get basic phoneme mouth movement, which is auto generated, and that's it. And I think a, a, for a game of this scale, for a conversation of this weight. Um, and for like moments of genuine gravitas, I think they need, like, I need more than that. Yeah. Um, it's interesting because like you'd get that from a Naughty Dog game, but a Naughty Dog game is shorter. And so it can be more detailed and more focused. And that's the thing, right? Like there, there was, there was so much of that. I, I don't need it in all of it. Right. Like when Mimir is telling a tale of the, of the Nordic gods of old, I don't need everyone to go like, mm, yeah, that's interesting. But when they're having, you know, like, when Kratos says, like, do my words annoy you or something? And that's like, yeah. a, oh, fuck. Like, yeah. I need him to show a little bit of emotion. It's making me just, like, it's making me roll my eyes at Atreus quite a lot. Okay. Um, and part of that is also due to the fact that the rest of the game, there's quite a lot of animation and they're all very, very directed. Um, when yeah. it's there, it is very, when it's not there, it's very noticeable. Yeah, it's interesting. Something that kind of blew my mind after the game came out was that, um, I don't know if this had been announced prior, but this game was developed as a PS4 game first. You can see it. Before a PS5 game. They had PS5 kits pretty early in development, but this game runs actually apparently really, really solidly on PS4. Like, it's a 2022 game, and it runs really, really well on PS4, apparently. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, which like- is fantastic. If they're going to do it, they need to do it right, and they apparently they have done so. Totally. But it means that what we're getting basically is like a like a PS5 version of a PS4 game. Yeah, like um, like a like a PS4.5. Yeah, and so that's why we still have crawl space sections, which they which this game and the last one are great at filling with unique dialogue sections. Like there's this bit where um Atreus swears cuz they're going through some big thing, and then they do some combat for 5 minutes and then they they go through one of these crawl spaces, a loading zone. And Kratos has this discussion. Oh, Mamiya says um quite the mouth you had on there laddie like and he's like i was so scared we were flying through the air and kratos is like you want that you, you want really those want, is last that what words? you really want your last word to be yeah and trace is like no, no. yeah <laughs> and and like so like they they disguise it really well they work within it and it's it's I much th- better than in the older game as well there are far less of them and they are shorter yeah i I'm, I'm not a huge fan of the return of the giant circle tree that you walk through until until the door appears Right. Um, I'd much ra- I'd I'd much rather a like A to B. Um, that that is the correct amount of time to load it. But like you know, it's it's not it's not a huge complaint. I just I just don't like that area that much. Yeah. No. It's 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 a loading zone. It's a circle that you run around in. Yeah. All, all stand um, still. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I always used it. I didn't do it so much in this game, but in the first game, I always used it for axe throwing. I always yeah, right. liked see. I always liked finding a really far away point and seeing how far, like above, I had to aim it and then shoot a thing. Yeah. Um. Let's talk about these characters. So you're you're talking about this sort of this dynamic between Treus and Kratos and the questions that Kratos is asking to sort of get that um get to to make sure Treus knows what he's wanting. Right. He's trying to find the old god of war. Does he want war? And Atreus is like, No, I don't want that. I just want to. I want to find out about my prophecy and 
And this, and Kratos is like seeing through his vagueness because Atreus, Atreus probably doesn't even know that much, but he wants he wants that purpose and he wants to find find out why the giants knew him and yeah. what he's supposed to do. Yeah, he's got a prophecy, and he's got a he's got a he's got a bunch of people that he wants to meet, and he's got connections to his heritage and all this stuff. Yeah, and it's fascinating to see Kratos understand compassionately but also try and steer him and guide him and protect him while they go on this path to be like all right we'll we'll investigate this this is clearly important to you let's go through this but like we're not going to do this forever we're not going to do this for the wrong reasons and if this goes sideways we're not going to keep going um he's being a good father (laughs) like in in the at least the best father that he has ever been able to be and i think my my favorite part from the first even two hours of this game, is that you get to see Kratos, Atreus, and Mamiya as a functional family. And it feels like like the best reward for all of 2018, God of War, where it isn't functional, and it and there's a bit of reconciliation, but it's still a bit awkward. He still calls him boy and still calls still calls him head and and they're they're friendlier and they're happier with each other, but there's there's still they're only at the start of that sort of new beginning for their relationship and this is two three years later and they are that more comfortable with each other and kratos will confide in mamiya and be like what do you think of what the boy is saying and 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 you'll call mamiya brother and not just because mamiya calls him brother but because he thinks of him that fondly because they're yeah, that, they, level they of, are that close yeah there's there's a there's a there's a fun level of like he's my peer but he's also a um yeah, he's a confidant and someone that he will um, show his own level of affection to. Um, mm. Yeah, I, 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 th- I think it is interesting. I, 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 I understand where you're coming from by saying that it does feel like a reward for the entire journey of 2018. Um, and I think that I, I've, got, I've got a weird, like, because I, I didn't, like, like you can go back and listen to those old episodes, but like I didn't at all enjoy the ending of of twenty eighteen, um, mm-hmm. to the point where I think that like a lot of Kratos's um, uh, intentions and 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 actions did not justify or line up with what what the game was saying, um, and I think that this game largely, like it 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 carries those forward. Um, in a way that I think sits better than the ending of 2018 ever did, um, and yeah. I, I think there is a broad strokes brush of like a like even if you disagreed with him wholeheartedly like I did, or rather the game the game's read of Kratos like I did, it doesn't really matter. Um, th- they mm. they sort of set them up to be in a situation where like you can sort of just follow where they're both settled at now. Because I like there's been a there's a bit of there's been a bit of off screen character development, um, but not too much. Just no, no, like enough that you understand where they're at. Like you don't necessarily need the first time Kratos calls Mimir brother, um, but you you can understand that that would have happened at some point, and it probably would have been a, a little bit of a moment, even if no one spoke about it. Um, mm. Rather, I think maybe. It, it's weird that I, I'm finding the, the most annoying thing in, in, in this game is Atreus. Um, and I'm, and I'm, I'm trying to reconcile, is it because he's an annoying kid or is it because his intentions are not actually being told correctly? 
Um, and I think it's a little bit of both. I, I think, you know, he's an awkward teenager, awkward teenagers are. He's, he is uh, season four of Stranger Things, Atreus at this point. He is right, awkward, sure. awkwardly grown up. Brock and Sindri both comment on it like, hey, you look fucking weird, don't you? Um, <laughs> which was very funny. He's too tall. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, like Brock, I think saying like, "What is that?" <laughs> like, and yeah. <laughs> and Kratos is like, "That's my son." <laughs> um, and Mamir, Mamir's like, he, "He's he's just growing up, you daft prat. Didn't yeah. you ever have an awkward phase when you grew up?" And Atreus is like, "Hey, <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, I'm enjoying all of that." Um, but yeah, I think like, and so I'm trying to reconcile this because I'm finding I'm finding Atreus an, an annoying kid, or am I finding the character actually not not being not being told in a way that I'm not finding annoying. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm trying to work that out. And it's interesting, right? I watched a, a video after finishing the game and it was a video essay on the original. It was an actually incredible video essay. It was it was like a like feature film quality video editing and graphics and it was amazing. Um, but it was this dissection of how the 2018 God of War game twisted Norse mythology to make their own story. And it was about how to do that, they removed Loki from all of the mythology that was part of the world to begin with because Loki didn't exist in in the Norse realms up until, so far as we knew, the end of 2018 when we learned that Atreus' name that his mother was going to name him was Loki. He is Loki. Yeah. And so, you know, Loki isn't Thor's brother because Thor has been around for decades and atreus wasn't yeah like atreus wasn't born to him and all of that but and so this this game is sort of reinserting him into into the mythology in in interesting ways coming into ragnarok and i feel that he sometimes i he makes choices and he has these motivations that i see and i'm like i feel like he's only doing this because he's meant to stir shit up I feel yeah, like there's he's, not he's actually a- that much logic to it, but because he's meant to, he does. Yeah, like he's an agent of chaos. Um, like that. Yeah, is- but like he, like I feel like he's doing things that he doesn't even know why he's doing them. He's he's he he just does. Yes, and, and like look, maybe some, is- maybe a teenage god, son of another god in a world full of gods, and in the middle of a conflict between gods would do that. But it feels a bit like. Why, why, why have yeah. you done this? <laughs> yeah, and, and I, I know what you mean, right? Because, like, while he was more of a child in 2018, you could understand basically every decision he was making. You know, his yeah. his realization of, oh, my God, I can I can do whatever I want, and then him going through, you know, the, like, you know, let's just, like, love me, that father. Really for, phase. Yeah, right? Like, all of that stuff. You can see all of that, and it felt correct and natural for this character where, like, I don't really know what this character is at the moment. Um and you know maybe he doesn't know either maybe that's intentional but it 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 feels like he kinda, no one knows what he is he kind of knows i think i just want him to verbalize his conflict a bit more and right. we we saw a little bit of that there's like a there's a moment where you you play as him um yep. uh by the way uh, my reaction to oh he plays atreus was the biggest ah fuck um that i Why? <laughs> because i don't think it was fun <laughs> No, but, like, was that your reaction as soon as you took control of the sticks, or...? Yeah, because I'm like, oh, no. They've made another character to play as, and I I don't trust like that. And then I played it, I'm like, mm, this doesn't feel good as Kratos. <laughs> no, this... it's not as good as Kratos. It's it's fine. Eh, 
I don't it it I I don't enjoy it. Like I'm 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 playing these sections being like hope this ends soon. Um I don't really particularly enjoy being an archer in this game that has really incredible like, you know, and like melee combat. Um that's Yeah, like, an indestructible bow. Yeah, right? Like this like it's just it's just worse Kratos. Um uh Great twerse. Yes. Yeah. Um He's got a little bit of like him going through his own thoughts in some of those sections, yeah. um, but not enough that I that I know what he's thinking. And like he's winging it for a lot of it, but why? <laughs> yeah, totally, totally. I um I was expecting a moment like that, but I was expecting more of a like The Last of Us switch. You know, like two thirds through the game, maybe Kratos is like dead or he's injured or something. Yeah. And, Atreus has to go out on his own to do something. I was expecting a switch like that. Yeah, not but... just like not just like a hilarious like where were you like peeing, and it was like <laughs> like oh like everyone's like ha 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 ha. Like, it oh, sounds but... to me like you didn't actually mind that you don't mind the the treehouse interstitials. You mind that one scene because all of the all of the things you've done so far, all of the examples you've done of ha- that being awkward was is only from that scene. Like the Sindra getting up to build a table and Tia can cook and he says, I'm peeing and all of that. That's no, all from no, just the one scene. No, no, the, 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 the build a bigger table thing. It's the one scene, I promise you. It's it's not, but that but It they're, is. But no, it they're, is, they're, buddy. I watched it yesterday. I was watching someone streaming it. It is that, they're, they're, that, that scene when they're, he comes back from Midgard. No, because that's when the table is built is when he comes back from Midgard. Because he, he builds a bigger table... Before before Tia starts to cook. Jeremy, I will... Do you want to do a pizza bet? No. <laughs> because I'm right? No, I don't want to do that. Um, okay. What would you like to bet? Because I would. I am down to get some free stuff right now. What, what I'm saying is that... Yes. I don't like those scenes. <laughs> sure. Okay. No worries. Um, That's fine. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's... Look, yeah. I, and I think like... like just like... I, I I'm I'm worried about time a little bit. Um, the presentation I think we've sort of spoken about for the most part, right? Like how the story is told. Unless you have specifics you want you want to bring up. Uh, I do want to say it's gorgeous. Like it's a vi- it's a game that visually I have no issues with. Um, and at moments I am stunned by. I'm I'm kind of not. Okay. Like I I mean like I'm not. It looks good. Like it yeah. obviously it looks good. It looks like a like a I I I think I think there's just no there's no wow moment yeah. for me. Um definitely. It's not there's no playing Uncharted 4 for the first time. I can't believe that this is happening on this console moment. Definitely. Yeah. And and I think because of the like it, it also is a PS4 game. Um yeah. like you can you can but see some of that limitation. I don't think it detracts it though. No, like it, it, it looks good. It definitely doesn't look bad in any spot. Um, but it, yeah. it, it doesn't it doesn't look like the PS5 God of War that I was actually hoping it was gonna be. Um Totally. But but not in a way that I'm like, this is bad. It's just like oh totally. Okay. It's just not that. Definitely. Um, it is it has nailed the bar. It is it has hit the the the, the bit where it's supposed to be and yeah. that's good. It looks good and a it, it is not going to be the Final Fantasy VII re- remake two that is only next gen. Totally. That, or Final that, Fantasy but, 16. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, 16 might be on old platforms. Um, I don't think so. Okay. 
but yeah, also the 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 audio, the music, it is spectacular. Um, it's the kind of thing it will be quite. I, it it doesn't always st- stick to the front of my my brain. It doesn't always jump to the front as like this is something that I'm really paying attention to. But when I notice it, every any time I notice it, it's it's fantastic. I really really think the soundtrack is quite fantastic. I, I haven't heard it, but I think because I'm in a new place, I don't think I've set up my speakers correctly. Um, so I right, I just I just haven't haven't heard that mix much. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, do you want to talk about Odin? Toby. Odin, <laughs> do you want yeah. to talk about him at all? I don't have all to say. Like he's he's fine. He's I fine. really like that first scene with Thor and Odin. Yeah, it's cool. I like it because it's it's Richard Schiff. It's definitely Richard Schiff. And there's a moment where he like he he doesn't talk with the same mythical kind of energy that the others do. Like he's just kind of that American guy that he is. But I really like it because it, it makes him come across as this like detached almost like like he's he's got this world under his control. Like he's almost like a corporate boss of the Norse realms. And like yeah, it feels kind of weird. But he's they a CEO. own it. Yeah, yeah, he is. And because they own it, it actually it resonates throughout the whole thing. When you get to see him more, it it, it starts to work. Yeah, he, he's like a mob boss. Is, yeah. is, is is how I've seen him. Um, Where he's like, because he sits down and he's like, now, Thor's boys, self-defense. He's like, you think he's, he think he's, you think he's going to muscle you? And he's like, I'm willing to strike a deal and you can keep the prisoner that I know you stole. And he's like, he's, he's trying to be friendly, but he's clearly annoyed and he's clearly threatening you. But he's, 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 it's all under the artifice of being friendly. He's like, I didn't do a thing. Like, he's <laughs> such a bastard. It's weird. I don't like. I think. I think his. I think he's doing a great job. I also don't know if he fits. <laughs> I think. I, I. I don't. I don't love his his cadence, and I don't. I don't. I don't love a lot of the the language that he's using. Um, only because the gods that we've seen in twenty eighteen were a little bit more Shakespearean, right? Like the the way the the way Boulder spoke was. Like Boulder was great. Like what a fucking awesome antagonist. Because yeah, very you, mysterious. But and... you fucking hated him. Like you yeah. hated him with every ounce that you possibly could. Because he was a prick. He was yeah. cocky. He was arrogant. But the way and he four s- sons too, Magni and Modi, they yeah, were they were a bit like larger than life. Yeah, um, and they were bastards. Yes. Yeah, they were. They were. They were right fuckers. <laughs> Whereas. You know, like, you know, Richard Schiff doing Richard Schiff, you know, talking <laughs> talking about, like, you know, like, like, and I understand that you had a dealings with my ex. Like, that's, that's a weird... It, w- it, that, it does, it does strike weird, doesn't it? It's it like, does. Oh, <laughs> yeah, and, like, I kind of... Odin being as big as he is to me doesn't work in a way of like being a, like no 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 oh, sorry as in odin's personality odin's importance oh, okay. sorry. O- sorry. odin's odin's like level of hierarchy he wouldn't need to not say freya's name because yeah. to him it doesn't matter right but like him saying him saying my ex is like a, it's like a sour spot um yeah 
yeah. I, yeah. So you only really see him for like three minutes at the start. Yeah. And then you see more of him later. Sure. Um, I think, I think his characterization that you see at the start is true to what you see of him later and how much you see of him and what you see of him later does fit and does work within the, it does work within the world. It is just a bit jarring when you meet him for the first time. It's like, oh, this guy's fucking weird. <laughs> yeah. But like even, even Thor is a little bit more in line, I think with the, with the rest a little bit, you know, him talking about blood debts and him, him using terms of phrase that people don't use. Um, you know, people don't, people don't say blood debt, right? You know, people yeah. say, people say payback, people say revenge, people say like, like, you know, we're even, um, yeah. you know, uh, Odin wouldn't say blood debt in this characterization. He would say like, uh, you know, I, I don't know, he would say something along the lines of, yeah, like getting even, hmm. like you're like, you know, you owe me. I'm here to collect. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Pay up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Did you have any other, any other points that you wanted to touch on? Not, not necessarily. Um, yeah, I, 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 I'm, I'm, I think I'm overall enjoying it more. Um, but right. I am, I am seeing, yeah, like I am seeing edges in ways that I'm enjoying less, I think. Um, yeah. it's a weird game. I, th- I think it is messy. I am finding it less clean than the first. And part of that might might also be like the first one was a, was a, was an interesting style of story that we hadn't quite seen to that to to that scale at the very least. And we didn't know how they were going to remake this franchise yet. Yeah, we didn't know what this was really going to be. I remember, if you remember, the part of the reason I mean I was poor at the time, but part of the reason why I didn't play it to start with is because I was just skeptical. I was like, I don't I don't see why I should want to play this. Yeah, like the it 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 reminds me like this is like a. And this is this is gonna be more negative to you than it is for me, but this is such an Age of Ultron game to me. Uh, I've I've warmed on Age of Ultron over the years. Oh, okay, right, yeah. Like I think I think Age of Ultron is I think there's a good movie in there, um, mm. and I, th- I think it's I think it's messy and structurally a bit a bit balked and trying to do too much, trying to do too much, maybe one too many characters, not enough time, um, yeah, and weird moments that are kind of just like like what is really happening here. Why is here? that here? <laughs> yeah, and I'm I'm feeling a lot of the same things. And similarly, it's like Age of Ultron. Like it's like oh, it's more of a known quantity. We don't have to do as much setup. Some characterization happened off screen. Here's some things you sort of brought into the middle of the beginning of the story, as opposed to the very beginning. Mm-hmm. Um. So, yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's it's going to be very interesting to see how you feel when you get through the other side. Uh, one last thing I'll say is you're like, oh, you know, I don't know how much I'll talk to the go to the side content. I think some of the side content is, I, I, I have enjoyed the writing as a whole in this game. I've enjoyed these characters and I enjoy kind of every moment I get to spend with them and see their dynamic and see how they discuss things with each other. Like Atreus, one moment you have in the boat when you're in, or where, anywhere in one of the open sections, he, there's a moment where he starts talking about how he, he thinks his beard's coming in. And Kratos and Mamiya start to start to very quietly like very, poke at him. Yeah, they <laughs> Atreus is like what is what he says. I think I think my beard's coming in, and there's like a silence. And Kratos says, "Is it?" I won't spoil the rest for you. Yeah. but like any shit like that, I love. I'm totally there for. So my point being, the side content, I think. 
all of them have unique stories alongside them and great moments that bring you through and tell the story to you as you go through the quest and then come to a nice culmination by the end. I haven't... There's not really been a dud side quest for me that I haven't been glad I spent the time on. So even even if you do just mainline the main path that or only do one or two here and there, um, I definitely think you should have it in your head to go back to them at some point because... From what I've played, I've been I haven't done all of them. I haven't even done half of them, but from the ones that I've played have been excellent. Are you enjoying the puzzles in this game? Uh this there's there were there was some in Alfheim with the with the rebounding axe, which was like cool, but then some of it needed to be a bit too precise and or like not precise enough and that felt a bit wonky or I didn't know where to look. And there's yeah. the problem that everyone talks about how your your companion is far too oh fast to God. tell you the answer to the, yeah, okay. to the thing but to, then when you do get stuck that. they have nothing to say we need to talk about <laughs> that a little bit like the the fucking the 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 absolute sheer amount of dialogue that is just here's the solution to the, the puzzle like is yeah. that is almost fucking instant like i'm sitting here like doing so the puzzle instant. i'm doing it like i'm in the middle of it and they're telling me like like motherfucker like i know like i'm doing uh-huh. this right now um shut the fuck up actually um it is infuriating me um yeah. i'm not I haven't heard anyone not complain about it <laughs> like I, I'm, I like i'm not super loving the puzzles like i think they're fine but a lot of them sort of like yeah. A lot of them, I think, take too long for the solution that isn't that difficult. It's just like many steps, and because you sort of got to like lumber around a little bit and jump across and then climb up. I'm like, like I know, like I know it. Like just yeah, bring this a little bit shorter so I don't have to walk as much. Um, I still like the the Narnia chests, like the the three rune combo yeah, chests. Like, those are good. Also, the abundance of chests in this game. I feel like I'm tripping over them every fucking two minutes. Yeah, that's pretty true to the uh, to the 2018 experience. I want to say they were far more spread out, or at least a bit more less on the main path. Maybe is the issue because you just you you just bumping into them when you're not even in any hidden areas. Like, hey, there's like there's a big chest, and there's the one over here that's on fire, and there's one on here that's annoying, and there's one on here that's like like there's so fucking many of them, and it's making me care less and less about what's actually inside of them. I'm like, well, there's another one. Yeah, yeah, I think that's fair. I think that's fair. Caring less about what's inside them than you just open it because it's there. Um, but yeah, I always felt like they were heaps. Um, yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. No, the, the gameplay is not worse. I think it is better in a lot of very subtle ways that are hard to put your finger on. But yeah, overall, like, yeah, I, it feels... The game is... Yeah. For me, the game has met the expectations that it's set in 2018. I feel like the blocking is a little bit off for me, maybe... Yeah, I felt a bit strange because they take away your original shield and you have to choose a couple of other ones. Which one did you choose? The parry shield, of course. <laughs> yeah, me too. And honestly, I tried because you have those two and then you get the original shield back at some point. There are like two or three others. I stayed with the dauntless shield, the parry shield the whole time. It's it's the it's the best one I felt like. Um, have you... Okay, so you know how in Alfheim they tell you to uh, shield bash enemies with a blue circle around them to interrupt them? Yeah, you know. Do you know to do that after a parry, and you'll get a super strong shield bash because they don't tell you that for like ten hours. I didn't know that. So do that, and you'll okay. feel better about the shield. Okay. When it's glowing yellow or red, it will do way more stun when you oh, shield yeah, bash. Okay. Like what I didn't like was this weird like the slow mo as if I've got a parry, except I missed it, and then a slow mo attack just continues to hit me. <laughs> 
Yeah, I've had that. Like if like if your if your shield gets um if your stance gets broken. Yeah, but why the fuck is it in slow mo? It takes for, it takes forever, and I feel like it's I feel like it's like a bug. Like I feel like it's like a like it's triggering effect of what a what a parry should have been, but what it's doing is like it's I've been parried, and therefore the enemy gets to do the cool slow mo fucking attack on me <laughs> while I'm stunned. And I'm sitting here being like fucking like let me like like let me control, bring it back to right. normal speed. It's, it's, um, it's happening a lot because I'm getting. I'm, I'm pretty getting sure. Ah, oh, that just means you need to parry better, Jeremy. Uh, I mean, yeah. That means it's your fault. <laughs> it has made me parry better. <laughs> um, uh, I'm pretty sure it was like that in the first one too. I think that's intentional. Okay. Well, we'll leave it there. We've got more to talk about once Jeremy's played more of it and we talk more about the rest of the game. But uh, until that point, we're going to leave it there and we're going to go to a break. Uh, we'll come back with impressions on Sonic Frontiers <laughs> and Marvel Snap. Stick around, everybody. We'll be Woo! right back. Welcome back to the Minimap Cast. We've been discussing all sorts of things during the break, like egg chairs and what else did we talk about? Speakers. Uh, speakers. And I feel like there's something else. Cats. Cats. Um, and forearms. <laughs> have you ever watched on YouTube uh, real-time dub of video games. It's a YouTube channel where they do real-time dubbing of, of video games. No. Um, I've, I've linked the Resident Evil one before in our Discord, um, which was like a people, people dubbing over Mr. X entering and exiting a room <laughs> while chasing Jill. Um, I think I've seen that. Yeah, it, it's very good. Um, they do a lot of Sonic games as well. The first thing I just I just googled real time dubs and the first video to come up is Sonic Adventure Two. Yes, there's a lot of really great ones. There's one that is very 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 funny that breaks everybody on cast, which is they go to like Shadow's base or whatever, and like they're they're talking about like you're like wow like well the only thing Shadow does in here is like play Fortnite or whatever, and like <laughs> and it's like, that, there's there's a bunch of breakouts yeah. on Twitter of this. Is that them? Uh, of like all those like fake. <laughs> so, so so some of them are that. Some of them are just like like just people doing skits over Sonic. Um, oh, okay. Like so like it's it's sort of it it because it lends itself to both. Um, but there's one specific one where like yeah like but like you know like cream and rouge and stuff they like enter like um, Shadow's base which is just like a big screen with like a keyboard at the bottom of it, <laughs> and like Shadow walks in and he just says the phrase like. Welcome to Tilted Towers, and everybody there fucking dies. It is so good. It is so fucking funny. I've 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 loaded one of those up for me to watch. At the, yeah. Oh, they did one for Sonic Riders. Did you ever play Sonic Riders, Jeremy? I didn't. I've seen gameplay, but I I never played it myself. That's like the one Sonic game I actually owned growing up. Yeah. And it was right. this fucking hoverboard racing game. Yeah. Yeah. That game was decent until the times where it sucked. Oh, <laughs> uh, funny. Well, speaking of the little blue bastard. Tell um, me about him. I've been playing Sonic Frontiers this weekend. Tell me everything. I okay, am... actually, actually, wait, before you do, how much do you agree with my initial impressions? 
Uh, from from PAX. Yeah. Let me just pull them up for us. Uh, we go to Twitter. We we type in Obi Wan Jez Sonic. Yeah. Just played Sonic Frontiers at PAX Oz, and it was dot 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 confused. What a strange game that is trying to do a lot of things but does few of them well. Um. Yeah, that sounds that that's that's pretty accurate. Um, it is strange. It is trying to do a lot of things. Um, I think my problem, my, my fundamental problem with this game, it is not without merit. I do think I enjoy it less than Gotham Knights. Uh, it is, it's main thing of Sonic running around and then getting on like grind rails and doing platforming and going on bounce pads is, feels really at odds it feels really directionless because it's open you just kind of like stumble across oh here's a here's a here's a rail in the ground and people have gone on to be like oh there's just stuff floating in the air it looks like a prototype what the hell is this and people have come to its defense like oh it's a video game all video games are like nonsense rails and things that don't make sense but no this this feels really contextless it like when you compare it to something like a 25 year old game like sonic sonic adventure 2 and, like, the grind rails are, like, handrails on stairs as you go down the hills in San Francisco, right? Like, they're, they're authored environments that mean something. And, and those mechanics work in that environment. Um, it's, it feels really strange to just be on these things that are just in the middle of nowhere. And, like, you'll get on one and it's like, oh, I wonder if this is going to take me somewhere. And you get a bunch of rings and you you flip left and you flip right and you flip right again. And it makes you do a loop-to-loop and then you go boom, 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 boom. And it sends you through a speed ring and then it just, the speed ring just sends you out onto the ground in this world again. Where you started on the other side of that thing. Maybe there's, like a like, a little task for you to do to reveal more map or something. But a lot of the time, it's like, oh, this might lead me somewhere, and it doesn't. Or if it does, it's like, kind of more of that. And like, that's fine. But it still feels like it's not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. Because the thing with this game, right? You're in, you, you got, your, your friends have been turned into like digital world, whatever. And you got to free them. And the way yep. you do that is by like collecting different currencies, basically. This game is collect three or four different currencies to unlock the different things you have to do. Like, you need gears by destroying enemies to uh, unlock the cyberspace levels, which are the, like, linear, short, like, classic Sonic levels. Those give you vault keys, which you use to unlock the Chaos Emeralds. But you also need to progress the story of the character in that in that zone that you're in and you do that with their own unique resource for Amy it's like hearts and for uh knuckles it's like war medals for some reason you just find those and so you need to have enough of those to start the next conversation <laughs> they call them they're just memory tokens but like I'm looking at these things and it wasn't I'm like I don't knuckles know what these are they're really Vietnam. small in the world and then when when you when you go to like break him out of his prison so he can like walk around, you like you Sonic like holds them up. I'm like, it's just like a medal. What is that? It's just a red war medal. Knuckles is a troop. 
<laughs> yeah, he's, he's a vet, I guess. Knuckles went to Vietnam. <laughs> no wonder he's so prickly. Oh my god, Knuckles went to war. Knuckles has done service. <laughs> we have to make sure that he remembers so that he can come back from cyberspace. Knuckles. So- Knuckles has got a box in his closet that he told you never to open. (laughs) (laughs) It's his old service revolver. Knuckles is the one that he never talks about his past until he's, like, disassociating. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck. Oh, my God. It doesn't make any sense. Knuckles went to war. (laughs) Sorry. Whoa, 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 wait. (laughs) <laughs> what? 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 Who? Who recruited Knuckles? I don't know. What? They don't mention it. They don't talk about it. Of course not. It was War Kerry. <laughs> don't mention it. Knuckles did crimes. Knuckles did war crimes. Oh uh, fuck! Knuckles invaded. <laughs> Knuckles signed up under false pretenses. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I need to buy this game. I I wouldn't go that far. So, uh, yeah, those are the different currencies you do. So it's like, oh, here's a cyberspace level start point. Oh, I don't have enough gears. Okay, I should go fight some cyberspace monsters in the in the world, right? Knuckles, sorry, Knuckles. Uh, Knuckles doesn't come to the New Year's Eve party. Knuckles needs to stay indoors because the firecrackers set him off. Oh no, poor Knuckles. I yeah, I don't know. He's still his edgy self. There's this weird moment where you free him, where he's like, "Fine, help me break out of this thing." And Sonic's like, "Fine," and Knuckles like moves to the side and like grins at Sonic. He's like, and then Sonic like stands there and then goes like like back and then they like just get like uncomfortably close like and just like act like aggressively smile at each other because they're friends but they're they're ants they're like yeah, they're war negative buddies. friends <laughs> so even when they decide to work together they're still like wait, trying to out smile each other i guess N- knuckles and who sonic oh okay yep uh so you need to get more of these gears so you need to fight these things on the ground uh, I think 80% of all of these fights suck. I think I'm some sorry. of them... I'm still laughing at Knuckles going to war. Yeah, I know. I'm, I imagining, know. I I'm imagining him in, like, Dunkirk, like, sitting in the boat, <laughs> like, terrified, like, has no idea what's gonna happen, like, the planes are flying over, and he's, like, looking up, being like, what have I got myself into? <laughs> oh, this is, you've just, you've, this is just what I'm gonna be like for the rest of the episode. <laughs> it's a bottomless pit. Saving Private Knuckles. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So I think 80% of all the enemy encounters blow. I think they're bad. I think all of the yeah, I, the yeah. named bosses are bad. There's one where you have to like run up its arms and it's got like three different like, like energy spires on its head. It's like, cool, these are kind of like Colossus things I have to climb. That's interesting. Uh... And then you get to the top, and then the spire—you you break one spire, and it's whatever. And then you get to the top again, and then the spire has like an electric ring around it, and you got it. You still got to punch the thing. You don't have any ranged attacks. Get. 
you don't have any ranged attacks, and, like, you can't, you don't have that much control, like, I can't really tell how to get away from this thing to get away from the, from the lightning rings, but this I have to exactly get close what to punch I felt it. Playing it. Exactly what and I felt. So I kept felt. dying because I had to punch it, but I didn't know how to get away, but I had to be close. So that took me forever. And there was multiple of them. So I did one and I was like, fuck that. And there was another one in the next zone where I, I, I have to it drops like grind rails that are just circles. <clears throat> and you yeah. have to make three consecutive circles on these side by side circles. And it and it throws like energy blasts at you. Like, and so you have to dodge it, and the, but still create the, the consecutive circles. That one killed me a bunch of times. And I think part of the reason why I hate these combat encounters is because your rings are your health, right? That's classic Sonic. When yep. you get hit, you lose a bunch of your rings. If you have zero rings when you get hit, you die. You can carry 400 rings at the start of this game. Yeah. And it takes, like, it takes a while to get gather rings. Cats doing zoomies. Yeah, she... She likes to fuck with, like, the corners of rugs. And so we've got a rug down here, which is, like, a little bit beat up. And she loves to just, like, sideways grab it. And her back yeah. feet, like, just grab the... Like, her back feet will just, like... Yeah, 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 yeah. And her but, eyes... But, like, holding like, onto it with the front feet. Yeah, it's fucking so funny. Sorry, continue. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, you have, you have these rings. You can have 400. You get hit. The problem is, like, you pick up 400 rings and it takes a while to gather them. Unless you want to do the, the thing to get more health where you do the like psi loop and you just run around in a circle for 30 seconds to get more rings which is boring but the best way to get rings for to gain gain rings for a fight anyway so you get hit once in this game if you have max rings and you go from 400 to like 160 but you only drop 20 of them so you can only pick up a few and then you get hit again you're down to zero you get hit again you're dead and if I'm on a if I'm on a grind rail, I can't get any more rings. I can't even pick up the ones that I drop. Oh man, the, I think the fights suck in this game. Yeah. They're way too hard, way too punishing. I almost lost the first like supersonic fight you have to do because it's it's just timed and you just get punched. But then the problem with that is that when you get hit, it sends Sonic like away, and because like your rings are just a timer now, they're not your health. That's only a problem because it wastes time. And if you lose time, then you then you fail. And so when the thing punches you, it just sends you away and puts the camera facing Sonic with the enemy behind you. And it takes control away for like five seconds. So Sonic gets blasted away and he slowly comes back into the arena. But then they don't spin the camera back around for you so you can see the thing. So you start trying to get close and it punches you again. It's got this thing where once it's punched you away... It will automatically punch you unless you can see it. So you have to spend time to spin the camera back around so you can see this thing coming. It's not good. There was one of those fights where I was I, I, I was playing on the couch next to Sam and I said, man, fuck this game. I said it out loud. And Sam was like, what do you have to do? I said, quit. <laughs> Sam was like, oh, why is it hard? I'm like, I'm not engaging with this. I don't even want to talk about it. I hate it. <laughs> I can't what, wait Jeremy? to play it. <laughs> Why? Why, Jeremy? You've been so fascinated by this game all of a sudden. Because. Because. Is it because some people like it? It's because it's trying something. <laughs> oh, Je Jeremy, you know what it is trying to... So, you know what Sam's impression of this game was? Complete, on-the-nose, Breath of the Wild knockoff. 
Yeah, like, I know. But, and, like, and, the like, shrine I, design. I, I got that The stuff. enemy design. The, like, pink laser beams is like Calamity Ganon. Yeah, like, no, I, I, I mean... What like, is I, it trying? I don't know that it's trying anything. Because its best levels are the cyberspace levels, which are just remixed old levels or levels made in the style of the old Sonic games, in which case it's not trying anything. <sighs> That's not true. It's trying something. But, yeah, like, it, it, I don't yeah, think it, it's it, in it, the way that you want it to be. No, I know, but that kind of works. <laughs> um, You're such a tragic. <laughs> I know, I know, I know, dude. Like it's 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 because I think it's just because it's hitting that mark of some people love it and some people hate it. Like that yeah. is that is like like I need to know why. Like I need yep. to know the reason that people are being like. Like this game was great fun. I enjoyed it from get it from cover to cover. I did a bunch of the side stuff and I just had a fucking blast. Some people like. Some people like uh, David from Kotaku are like, I played this game and I didn't even want to review it because I didn't like it that much. Like, I just didn't write a review because I was like, this is, I'm just not having fun. Um, Which is like, also like, that's fascinating. Like, I just, I need to know. Because like, there's a good, because knowing that going in, you can kind of see a lot of, a lot of the both ends of that argument. Totally. And that's interesting. It is interesting. Like the movement does feel fun when it flows, right? That's cool. Like when it when it is when it flows, that's cool. But I don't feel like it does most of the time. I think it's only half or maybe half less than half of the time. And like l- it's Yeah, and like look, the three D Sonic games have always been bad. Like they've never really been good. Um and so the idea that once again, we go back to Breath of the Wild being the game changer, right? Like, the the game that changed everything. Like, yep. more so than almost any game has done in the past 10 years. Um, yep. like, like, you know, the game they got Pokemon to change. The fact that Sonic is trying to do it. Because that doesn't line up. That doesn't track with what Sonic is. And yeah, like, linear, like, interesting n- levels. Like, linear platforming speed levels. Yeah, no one was asking for Sonic to change, right? Like, Sonic has always just oh, kind of well! been... Okay, you know, the, okay, no one was asking Sonic to become an open-world Zelda-esque game, right? Like, sure, sure. Pe- pe- people have wanted an open-world 3D Sonic for a while, but not like this. People have wanted it to be... Um, you know, interesting, yeah, like it was an interesting level design, um, fun mechanics, lighthearted, colorful, right? Um, oh, that's the other thing. I don't think it looks very good at no, all. No, the game looks like but- so many broken effects. Like Sonic's hair against sand just makes it alias. It oh, just yeah. makes it. It turns his hair into jaggies Fuck for yeah. some reason. Um, whereas, like you know, like people have been claiming for. People, people have been wanting the Pokemon games that are coming out now for a very long time, and it took fucking Breath of the Wild to actually do it. Yeah. Um, people didn't really want this from Sonic in this way, and they've done it anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's interesting. Honestly, at the end of the game, like I don't hate the four and a half hours I put into it. There was fun enjoyment there, and when I was playing it and not being like broken like i think some of the not all of the cyberspace levels are good i don't like some of them and i think that the uh the com when the combat's bad it's bad but yeah. when there was moments of exploring i did this i found this new path that was cool that led me over here oh this this took me on a big long thing like that's kind of fun enough but i'm kind of wondering i'm wandering around and i either have full rings because i don't want to be in combat or 
and and that that's basically all you're getting is rings and war medals and hearts and like <laughs> and and like I'm doing all of that and I'm like okay I get I have to get these resources so I can open this so I can do that so I can get the chaos emeralds so I can do this so I can do that but it feels like I'm doing nothing it feels like nothing it feels like it's okay but the moment to moment isn't really for anything. It's not enjoyable enough to. I would far, far rather load up Vampire Survivors for the four and a half hours I played and do 12 Vampire Survivor runs than play more of this game. And Vampire Survivors is pretty samey. It's you and you upgrade your attacks and you get thrown enemies at you for half an hour if you can survive that long. And maybe you get some unique combinations and it's loud and it's bright. And that's it. That's it. And I think that is a much better use of your time, and it's 20 times less expensive than this game, and it's it's just better. I would rather be doing so many other things than playing this at the end of the day. And I don't mean that as like a, I hate you, but I mean that as in like a, I don't know why I would choose this over anything else. I would yeah. much rather put more time into Horizon, or Sifu, or Pokemon Legends Arceus, honestly. Like, I mean, I was high on that game, so that's not surprising, but like... Scar- Scarlet and Violet coming out on Friday. I have very little interest in those from yeah. what I, I've... Maybe I need to watch a, a better breakdown trailer, but people are excited about it, and I'm just like, oh, yeah. I don't see it, guys. Look, I'm, I'm getting it because I managed to get it cheap, but like... And I also haven't played a mainline Pokemon in quite a while, excluding right. Arce- Arceus, and let's go. Um, Yeah. Yeah, if you, if you want to get in and play it, great, go for it. But man, I will before the end of the year. It's it's get it get a deal. <laughs> Look, don't buy it for a hundred bucks. I don't know if it'll stay. I've I've seen the price drop dramatically in the states already. Okay, um, they're selling it for forty eight already. <laughs> well, down from sixty, you're right? Yeah. yeah, like it's you it's... don't normally see that in the states. That's more of like a JB Hi Fi kind of move. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um. Uh, Inglorious Knuckles, um, <laughs> Hacksaw Knuckles, <laughs> Knuckles uh, Ridge. Yeah, 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 yeah. Knuckles Ridge. Um, uh, uh, Full Metal Knuckles. <laughs> Bridge on the River Knuckles. Um, hang on, let me, let me. The Dirty Knuckles. The Dirty Knuckles. Uh, I don't, it's a, I don't know that many war movies. Uh, <laughs> Knuckles, Knuckles list. seventeen. What? what? <laughs> Knuckles list. Knuckles list. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> the longest knuckles. Oh my god! <laughs> Uh, That's why you can only see the red jacket because it's the (laughs) color of knuckles. Uh. Oh no! (laughs) Oh Uh. man! Oh man! So I'm not gonna. We're not gonna talk about this because it's not a Fortnite. Fortnite. But Jeremy, I just need to let you know. As of last night, I am level 99 on the battle pass. Ooh, that's fun. So fun. One yep. more thing, and I've unlocked Gwen. And then 
I can see how far I get in the next couple of weeks if I unlock <laughs> the alt skins for them, for all the other characters. I'd like to be able to unlock the one where she's got her her her, her mask her, off. Her head out, yeah. Uh, but we'll see. I think that's another 20 levels. I can maybe get there, but it's pushing it by the end of the season. Yeah, right. That, that's, that's exciting. First time I've ever completed the Fortnite Battle Pass. Yeah, I mean, it, it'll, it'll only be the second time when, when I do this one. Um, and, I'll, and I'll have a ton of fucking challenges to do. Oh, yeah. But it's just like, I've done it mostly solo too. I've, I yeah. don't play Battle Royale solo. I just don't because I get too stressed. But I'm finding Fortnite relaxing. Anyway, like, are you I'll doing save it the... for next week's Fortnite Fortnite. Okay, cool. Um, I'm playing more Marvel Snap, Kerry. Uh-huh. Tell this, us about it. This game continues to be fucking great. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, the, the, the level of, of, like, of me playing it has increased dramatically once again. Like uh, amount of time. Yeah, like I'm now just I'm now logging in every single day. <laughs> right, wow, okay. Just, just like on my phone, like I'm in bed, what can I do? It's between the hours of ten and midnight. Let's play Marvel Snap for an hour and a half. Let's just let's get through all my dailies. Yeah. Um do you, and I'm do doing you like it. Listening to something at the same time or well, not really. I'm just I'm just wow. I'm just jumping in. Um I enjoy the sound effects in this game well enough that I have the game on like very low volume. Um, right, so, cool. so like it doesn't like annoy my partner while they're asleep, um, but like I will, I will play this game in bed just when I'm like not tired enough to go to sleep, but like tired enough that I don't want to really do much else. Mm-hmm. Um, I am, I am a devil dinosaur fiend. Um, so, so, what the fuck does that mean? so, so, devil dinosaur carry is a card that a lot of people hate, and I love it um, because for every, are you, are you like Zerg rushing in Starcraft. Kind of the opposite. I am. I am dropping a bomb at the end of every single round. Um, at the end, at round fives and round six, okay. um, inside of Marvel Snap, I am just making people leave. I am making them retreat from playing the game when I drop. Like, like maybe. So what do the bombs do? They do they destroy random cards or lower so, their power? Like, or? Like, by bomb, I mean figuratively. Like so, so, oh. de- so, so, Devil Dinosaur. What it is? So th- there's a combo you can pull off. Um, there, there's a character called uh, Moon Girl who. Uh, when you play Moon Girl, um, she, I think she's she's a she's four power and four attack, which is fine. Um, but her her ability is it duplicates your hand, so then your hand suddenly is twice Whoa. as yeah, which is a lot. Especially it, if you've got a good hand. Definitely. Turn four, play Moon Girl. Hopefully, on turn five you have Devil Devil uh, Devil Dragon, Devil Devil Dinosaur Devil Dinosaur. Um, Devil Dragon is a much better name. <laughs> Devil Dinosaur, for every card in your hand, it gains two power. Okay, right. And you've just doubled your hand, so you've got plenty of cards. So you've got plenty yeah. of power. And, and it is ongoing. So you can play Moon Girl after the fact as well, and it'll work. So it is not a... It is not a... It is not a... I detect how many you in your card now on upon yeah, review. It doesn't, it doesn't get set on play. It's active at all times. Yeah, yeah. So what I do is I, I play a hand that makes sure that I have the most amount of cards in my hand at the end of the game. So I've got characters like the Sentinel, where when you play it, you get a duplicate in your hand. So basically it will never leave your hand. Yeah. Um, certain cards like Mantis or Agent 13, that when you play them, depending on the enemy, you might get a card. Um, uh, same with Cable as well. When you, when you play Cable, um, you get one of, like a random card from an enemy's deck gets put in your hand. Um, uh, there's a handful of others as well. Um, 
you basically you want to be drawing as many cards into your hand at any, as in, at any given moment, so that when you play Devil Dinosaur, a five energy card will sometimes have seventeen or twenty <laughs> damage just yeah, from this right. one fucking card. Yeah. And if you play stronger a card, than Hulk and like and if thing, you, you and play you play your cards right with Moon Girl, you can have two Devil Dinosaurs, one on turn five, one on turn six. Oh no! So you've got. You've got two cards that basically win the location single-handedly. Almost, yeah. Wow. And that is, and that is excluding the cards I've played prior. <laughs> yeah, which could synergize. You could have an Iron Man on the field, which doubles it. And yeah, yeah. Uh, like not not really because Iron Man is also high cost, so it's hard to get an Iron right. Man and a and a Devil Dragon. Um, but a card like the Collector, for example, which is very interesting, which is you, it's a it's a two cost card with only one health at the beginning. Uh, sorry, one, one, one power at the beginning. Um, for every card that enters your hand, it gains one power. <laughs> um, so that card can become like a seven or eight by the end, sometimes. Sometimes especially a little bit more. Especially with Moon Girl. <clears throat> especially with Moon Girl. Um, it's awesome. It is, it is so fucking cool. Um, it is such a fucking sick, sick trick. Uh, I've, uh, I've, been, I've been having just the best time making people retreat the moment. Like, I played Moon Girl on turn four. I then play Devil Dragon turn five. They retreat because oftentimes they know I've got a Devil Dragon, sorry, a yeah. Devil Dinosaur turn six as well. They're like, yeah. oh, fuck, like, I'm out. Like, fuck you. Like, I don't want to play anymore. Like, <laughs> you win. <laughs> Goodbye. It is so good. I, with a game that quick, I wouldn't, I wouldn't submit on the, la- on, like, the second to last turn. I'd play it out. You know what I mean? Like, just throw a card out there, end the game. Like, surely they don't get points or tokens or whatever if they do that. Uh, so if so, the the snap mechanic is 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 what determines that. Um, if you snap, that is like putting chips on the table. Um, so when you when when you snap, the, the earlier you snap at the at the top of the screen, um, the the more turns that go by after you snap up to. Like I think four, um, or like a, like a little bit earlier if you both decide to 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 snap. Um, that is what determines your tokens. But if you if you leave on turn five and no one has snapped, then I think you only lose a, a handful of points, like maybe like two or three points max. Mm-hmm. But it, but if you've snapped and then you leave on turn five or turn six, and I was like, yeah, that, that's basically like. It's basically a loss. But what they're doing is just saving time because they don't want to have to fucking bother even trying to fight against it. Yeah, wow. Um, okay, interesting. There is a counter. There is an immediate counter. And that is the Shang-Chi card. Um, what does Shang-Chi do? Shang-Chi on Marvel Snap. Let me just Shang-Chi read. Shang-Chi punches devil dinosaur in the face. It, 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 it's it, active it, ability. It kind of is. So destroy all enemy cards at this location that has nine or more power. Oh right, it that is, is a, just a counter, isn't it? It that is, is a, just it is a hard counter, and I I've been I've been fucked by Shang Chi. <laughs> yes, it, I've been fucked by Shang Chi so many times. Yeah, um, which which is funny. So there's also an Do interesting have- card that I just got, which is the Infinite, which is a a turn. It is a it is a six cost card, which you could only play if you didn't play a card on turn five. And it is twenty power. Whoa! It is very you. You have you. You have to dedicate two turns to it. Yeah, that's huge. That's outrageous. Yeah, it's a lot. 
Um, mm. Fucking fun though. Cool. This game's right. great. Great. I wish I felt more confident in my phone. I was telling you before the show why I haven't installed it on my phone yet, which yeah. is that like I can't plug in my phone and have it take less than six hours to charge. Unless I sit there and baby it for like ten minutes to try and plug it in just yeah. right. Um, and so yeah, I want to be charging my phone the least amount possible right now. I need to get a wireless charger because it's got wireless charging and theoretically that shouldn't be broken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That 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 should work fine. Um, the battle pass is far too much money for this game. It's fifteen dollar battle pass. That's far too much. Um, especially it's only lasts a month, right? Yeah, every month there's a new one. Um, and so like fifty. So what they want you to they want you spending $180 on this game over a year. I mean, obviously they want you spending more than that, but like yeah, it's like it's it's pretty che- it's pretty cheeky. Um the uh the plus like you don't get any like you don't get any bonuses for buying it early. Like you don't get any XP bonuses or anything. You just get the rewards as you unlock them as opposed to only getting half of them or less than half of them. Cuz you right. get the free so you, you, the- you could just buy the battle pass at any point. So that's what but I did. it doesn't Let- change anything. I I bought it on the 31st of October last time because yeah. um I I I got to the end of the battle pass and I was like, "Ah, fuck it. I want I want the Miles Morales cards. I want the I want the cool Spider-Verse variant of the Miles Morales card that's yeah. got the cool effect on it." Um so I I copped that um on the final day and I was it's like Black yeah. Panther this month, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, what's, I'm, the, uh, what's the inclination for that one? I, I'm less, I'm less keen on it. I think the Black Panther, I think the Black Panther card is is interesting. It it just it just doubles. Um, when you play Black Panther, on reveal of playing the card, um, Black Panther itself doubles its own power. Oh, um, which you might think like that seems kind of weird. Um, but like th- there are there are ways you can play with other cards that'll cause the on real on reveal effect to play again, and then like right. ag- again. So like there are ways you can like incrementally, incrementally, exponentially well, make that card. Yeah, yeah, better. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's yeah. I don't know. I, I'm. I don't. I, Is it fifteen bucks worth? <laughs> like I don't have a deck for that yet. Um. So. Yeah, and that that is that is too much money for like a hypothetical deck. Is like, oh, that'd be nice to have in the future if I get this. Like, no one wants to put fifteen dollars down for that. Well, people will. That's the thing. People will. I say no one wants to, or or they or they want you to. As yes, they do want you to. And people will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's annoying. And this this is their monetization with the, it being less egregious, right? After that whole debacle where they had to, you remember that during the beta where they had that event and they had to just completely scrap it because they're like, yeah, no, okay, you're right. This is just so bad. We're nuking it. It's gone. I I, I was playing. I played that event. Yeah, <laughs> that was that was my impression as well. Like, this event is not good. Yeah. Um, and hey, like, good for them for like you know the event was ending in top in a couple of days, and then they're like, yeah, after this, I'm not doing any more events like this. That's for sure. Yeah. Like good on them for actually doing that, as opposed to yeah. just like you know, I could also have seen the conversation was just like, yeah, the mouse told us to. The mouse. This is what the card is. This is this is what the game is. Where's the devil mouse card? <laughs> uh, well, cool. That's it for us this week, everybody. I have no idea what we're coming to you next week with, aside from our topic of the show, which will be another retrospective game of the year discussion. Uh, we're going to be looking at the year 2009, looking at the games that came out that year, 
and talking about which ones we think were our favourites, personally and also personally, separately. Personally and professionally? <laughs> Not just personally. Unless you were you were you uh were you getting paid to play games when you were Oh yeah. Bloody hell, were you twelve? Maybe. 13? Maybe maybe eleven. Two thousand nine. Yeah. Hang on, math. You would have been eleven for most of the year, right? And then twelve just the end of it? Uh no, I don't know. Thirteen or fourteen. No, twelve or thirteen. I was I was fourteen in two thousand and nine, so you were at least twelve. Thirteen. I'm one year younger than you. No, I'm two years younger. No, than you. you're two years younger than me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You're closer to three years younger than me because you're you're like the end of one year and I'm like the start of another. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm two years younger than you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, I order. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna go, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, and thank you for getting to the end of the show with us. Uh, we appreciate your your time. We appreciate you sticking around for us. Uh, if you enjoyed the show, please rate it positively wherever you're getting uh this show, be it on YouTube, be it on Twitch, or on any podcast service of your choice. Uh, you can follow us. Uh, well, rather, you can follow the Minimap account on all of our socials. That's Twitter, TikTok, Instagram and Twitch at MinimapAU to find out what our next topics are going to be or rather when the uh, shows go live. Uh, it's a great place to know that. You can also follow us individually as well. Uh, Twitter has been just an absolute shit show this last couple of weeks. Follow us on Mastodon. <laughs> yeah, come come join the, the Minimap server on Mastodon, I guess. We don't have that. But we are still on Twitter as it is burning to the ground. Uh, you can follow me at KJ Palmer underscore 24. Jeremy, where can they follow you? Uh, at Obi-Wan-Jez. It's just an absolutely fascinating place to be right now. Do you think it's going to survive, Jeremy? I think it will. I don't know. Like, I honestly have no idea. I think I it's th- going to... I think it's going to... I think they're going to chase their tails. Like, the like corporate are going to chase their tails for, like, three months. And I think they're going to lose a lot of people. And then I think it'll stabilize. And it'll just peter out, but over, like, ten years. We'll talk about it in the post show. I've got some. I've got some thoughts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do that. Let's do that. Another great reason, if you're interested in that show, to watch live on Twitch on Monday evenings in Australia, in Australian time, five thirty p.m. Australian Eastern Daylight Time, not Danlight Time. Uh, we're going to talk about that on the post show, just like we've been talking about random other things like egg chairs in the break. You can and, also uh, go to YouTube.com slash at minimapau as well because youtube has handles now slash at minimapau yeah it's weird are you kidding me yeah because there's so there's so there's slash for like youtube partners yeah and then the slash at for everyone else oh well how you want to be like everyone else or you want to be with everyone else come join us at slash at minimapau i also think all the partners got told you better pick up your handle fucking sooner rather than later otherwise like we will make this public and it's like like what are you doing yeah yeah it's a it's a strange feature yeah Uh, i think they wanted a reset on on urls because there would have been like all because you used to be able to decide what there are so many old urls yeah so many channels that have renamed and yeah yeah uh Lastly, if you wanted to support us monetarily, you can do that on Patreon. If you want to help us keep the lights and mics on, uh, you can go to patreon.com slash minimapau. And for five Australian dollars, you can ask us questions to answer on the podcast or while supporting us out. It helps us out a lot. 
Uh, and if you choose to do that, we thank you so much. Uh, aside from that, we're out. Jeremy's first episode from his new place, hopefully one of many. Uh, we'll see you next week, everybody. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Bye.